Good morning, friends. Today we're continuing our series in the book of Mark. Uh, The title of today's message is Hard Hearts and Hard Thoughts. You know, if you've ever read the stories of Jesus, you will soon take notice of the criticism Jesus endured from religious leaders. For example, in our text today from Mark chapter 3, verses 1 to 6, I'm going to read from the New American Standard Version. He entered again into a synagogue, and a man was there whose hand was withered. They were watching him to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and come forward. And he said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save a life or to kill? But they kept silent. After looking around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, Jesus said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched out his hand, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians against him as to how they might destroy him. You know, this wasn't the first time they were critical. I mean, when he claimed to forgive sins in Mark chapter 2, they were critical. When he dined with sinners, also in Mark chapter 2, they didn't like that. And when his disciples picked grain on the Sabbath, that's also in Mark chapter 2, they complained. Conflict between Jesus and the religious leaders escalated from criticism to conniving. When the Pharisees sought opportunity to accuse him, we just read. When Jesus healed a man with a withered hand on the Sabbath. When the Pharisees began conspiring with the Herodians to destroy Jesus. On this occasion, I'm really struck by the hardness of their hearts, which moved Jesus to grief and anger, and which indubitably led to their hardness of plotting to destroy Jesus altogether. Yet, friends, if we're not careful, we can be guilty of the same. Let's consider, first of all, the problem of hard hearts. Uh, It had been around for a long time. Go all the way back to Genesis. You can read about the hardness of heart of Cain or Pharaoh or the entire people of Israel. Hard hearts leads to spiritual dullness. It's an inability to see the truth. And it was the hard hearts that prompted Jesus to teach in parables. And it was hard hearts that hindered his disciples from understanding the obvious. It also leads to mental resistance, a refusal to consider what might actually be true. We saw that in our text today with the Pharisees. They were blinded to the good that Jesus had done. And the result of that, at least according to Proverbs 28.14, is calamity. Hardness of heart is a very serious problem. Well, it's also considered the problem of hard thoughts. I mean, hard hearts produce hard thoughts. I mean, they're going to plot to destroy or kill Jesus. The Pharisees and the Herodians were unable to see the good that Jesus was doing, and so they became co-belligerents, though normally opposed to one another. It's very similar to what we see in today's political environment, an inability to see any good in the opposition. It's a willingness to engage in the politics of personal destruction and ultimately plotting to destroy by any means possible. The same occurs often in the realm of religious differences. Sometimes in our efforts to stand firm for the truth, we can easily begin to think bad of our neighbors, of our co-workers, or even brothers or sisters in Christ just because they they attend worship in a, in a different Christian silo than we do. And it becomes evident in the way that we treat others. We ignore them or malign them or abuse them. And hard thoughts also lead to verbal abuse and physical violence, and hard thoughts don't remain thoughts very long. They transform into deeds. And since the problem of hard hearts and hard thoughts are real and serious, what can be done? 
Well, let's consider the alternative for hard hearts. We can nurture a tender, compassionate heart by remembering our own weaknesses and our need for forgiveness. Read Ephesians 4.32 and Colossians 3.12 and 13 and you get a general idea of what, what that's all about. It's the condemnation of those without compassion and Jesus talks about that. Don't do that, he said. Re- remember, uh, be compassionate. Matthew 18.33-35 or James 2.13. And this will help create some good good and noble hearts with fair minds like the good soil in the parable of the sower in Luke 8. Or the Bereans who are willing to give Paul a fair hearing, Acts chapter 17, 11. See, tender hearts are created by remembering our own failings. And also consider the alternative for hard thoughts. I mean, tender hearts will address the problem of hard thoughts. Be kind, but kind thoughts can be further nurtured by dwelling on things that are noble and pure. This last week in prison, I taught on Philippians. In the Philippians 4.8, it talks about think on those things. Or in Philippians chapter 2, developing the mind of Christ. See, such tender hearts will be characterized by lowliness of mind, esteeming others better than ourselves, and looking out for the interests of others. Tender minds are the results of growing in Christ. So what can we say in conclusion? Well, just consider the following contrast between the mindset of the Pharisees and the Herodians. And then think of the mindset taken on by the Apostle Peter, for example, in 1 Peter 3, 8 to 12. I mean, what kind of mindset do we have? I mean, I should say, what kind of mindset do you have? What mindset do I have? Is it one filled with hard thoughts produced by hard hearts? Or is it one filled with kind thoughts produced by tender hearts? See, the goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering of God is designed to produce the latter. But if we remain hard-hearted against God and, and people, we're going to experience the anger of God in the day of judgment. Romans chapter 2, verses 4 to 5 says, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourselves wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. I think perhaps, friends, it's time for us to confess and repent of our sins of hardness of heart and hardness of thought. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission, and feel the passion.